Hey, we're all in different places, but the same goal to confuse you with our sports opinions. It's the DC Sports Huddle sponsored by MGM National Harbor. Time to change the game at Bet MGM Sports. I'm Dave Johnson. I'm in Atlanta, I think. I was in Minnesota last night anyway with the Wizards. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, Rob Woodfork is at a Smithsonian gallery because he has amazing artwork behind him. Oh, I'm, just wa- I'm just watching Chloe Bibby leave the roster. That's why she's turned the other oh. one here. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Uh, Dave well. Preston, of course, is at the ballpark. And George Wallace is at Command Center because he's the only one that can keep this whole thing together. All right, here we go, guys. It's, it's opening day baseball. For, uh, and we got the Masters coming up this weekend. Let me just start by saying <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and the George, you okay? You got the cough going there? You're good. good? You're good. <laughs> the, this is what happens when I'm about to make a dramatic statement. George clears his throat and says, I've heard enough of Dave's dramatic statements. No, the bottom line is, hey, aren't we happy? It's somewhat normal now. Uh, yes, we, you know, COVID is not the concern it was uh, a year ago. Uh, we need this opening day and this time. We need this Masters tournament. We need these next few days of, of sports just to wash over over us and help our souls that have been so tossed around for the last couple of years. So on a global note, this is just a special time like no other time in my lifetime in sports to appreciate the next few days because of what we went through the last couple of years. So appreciate it. Enjoy it. With that, Dave Preston's at the ballpark. We're going to start a new Nats season. This Nats team that never really properly got to celebrate that 2019 World Series because all the stops and starts. Where are we now with this Nats team? No longer Ryan Zimmerman. Is it a reboot, a rebuild? What's going on? We actually had that conversation, Dave, with Sean Doolittle, who's back, uh, believe it or not. He, what, he said that he was very happy that nobody took his locker. He, he was able to get back. I don't know what would happen if a new player had taken his locker because he's a veteran, but he doesn't have seniority because he's gone. But he uh, it's amazing how different the clubhouse is today than it was just even last year as they were. Uh, they still had a lot of the pieces in place. We had the discussion. It's not a rebuild. It's more of a revamp, uh, maybe a rebound. That's we we're just there's still an R word in there somewhere. But th- this is a team that. For the first time since 2011, guys, I think this team is not expected to win 90 games. It's not playoffs or bust with this team for the first time in over a decade. You're going to see some interesting stories. Juan Soto now has the place in the clubhouse where Ryan Zimmerman's locker used to be. So a changing of the guard there, so to speak. Max Scherzer is gone. Uh, Patrick Corbin is now the opening day starter. First non-Scherzer Strasburg opening day starter since I think 2011. That was Livon Hernandez. So it's a brand new world, boys and girls. And uh, I think we're going to see some fun baseball over the next four or five, six months. Uh, I think we definitely know that this is not, this might not be a contender, but who knows? Stranger things happen over a 162 game stretch. Oh, because of the expanded postseason, it, I can be a contender. Right. I think if we were talking about this 10 years ago, we, we'd talk very much about a rebuild. But you don't want to use that word knowing there is a pathway to some kind of postseason activity. When you start with an MVP candidate in Juan Soto, then as it always is, to my mind, it, it's up to pitching and especially the bullpen. George Wallace? Yeah, no, I agree. And look, anytime you got a Juan Soto on your roster, you can't be say you're rebuilding, right? I mean, you don't have a $31 million payroll like some teams, like the Orioles or the A's, you know, whatever. But I'm kind of looking forward to it. I don't know. I mean, it's just going to be, you know, go out and watch, watch them play baseball. Yeah, it's going to be 
expensive hobby to go out and watch teams play, watch these guys play baseball and spend the money to go to the ballpark. But it's going to be fun to watch. Josiah Gray, Kiba Ruiz, as soon as they, you know, traded from the Dodgers last year, all of a sudden they're, you know, key parts to this team. Now, Patrick Corbin is the, uh, you know, I won't call him the, not the ace of Steven Strasburg still in the squad, but he's the number two guy right now. And it's going to be fun to watch guys kind of come along and develop Zimmerman is gone. As you mentioned, it's Juan Soto's team. Uh, one of the favorites to win the MVP. So anytime you have somebody like that, I don't think you're out of it. And to Dave's point about the um, expanded postseason, anything can happen. It is a long season. And how many times have we seen teams expected to contend and just kind of flame out? So I'm looking forward to it. I'm kind of excited to get it going. You're going to hopefully see, uh, you know, there's no, no restrictions, limitations in ballparks. Again, you're going to see full ballparks. You're going to see vendors walk in the stands and, and, and selling ice whatever. Cold so. beer, ice cold beer, ice Thank cold you. beer. Is that how Thank you, you. That's just like that. Yeah. So look, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to it. And I just hope also, here's the other question you're going to look at too. Will, depending on what happens, will Davey Martinez be allowed to kind of see this through also knowing you're not expected to contend, as you mentioned, first time since 2011, but will Mike Rizzo and company allow Davey to kind of see this through and maybe take a couple years, take a step back and then get back to where they belong. Well, and I, I think he's earned the right to, to see anything yeah. through because uh, when you think about how they made the World Series year, he was supposed to be fired then. And so he clearly has some way of guiding teams uh, through difficult periods. What's his uh, saying? Bumpy roads lead to smooth places or, or something like that. All right, Rob Woodfork, is, is, it that, is it that the key? The Josiah Grays, these new players, how do they fare? That, that, won't that determine? We know what Juan Soto can do. Won't that determine how far this team goes? Yeah, I think it does. And I think the big question surrounding this team is who's going to fill that leadership void because you don't have Zim anymore. It's going to be a while until you get Steven Strasburg back. Max Scherzer is on the other side of the country. Or, well, no, he's not. He's with the Mets. But you know what I mean? He's he's elsewhere. So other clubhouse. Yeah, other clubhouse. Other clubhouse that's not in Washington. So uh, bottom line, something- being, <laughs> yeah, bottom line being the guys that helped get them, the guys who were the voices that helped lead them to the World Series are elsewhere. Now it's going to be who steps into that role. Juan Soto, even, I mean, he was what, 23 now? So, I mean, he's still pretty young. I know that they are going to start to usher him into that role. I don't know that he necessarily needs to be the vocal leader just yet, but uh, they do have an, um, like sort of a, a, a good amalgam of young players and really old players. So I know that they are still trying to win today. And I think that's why they're going to be better than people expect because unless they get obliterated with injuries, but I think they're due for a good year on the injury front. And I've seen projections all over the board, 63 wins, 70 wins. I think they're going to win 80 games. And I think they're going to flirt with 500 much of the season, just because some of these young guys are going to step up and play well, the K bear Ruiz. I think he's going to have a good season. I think Victor Robles is due for a breakout year behind the plate. He's, we, we all know how good he is in the outfield, but he's about due to that, kind of let that switch turn on in terms of his offense. So I'm watching some of these young guys. And I think that more of these young guys are going to step up and play well than we think they will today. You make a great point about Victor uh, Robles. Uh, at one point, 
he was almost counted as highly as Juan Soto. So he's certainly he's certainly due. Uh, don't forget about Victor Robles. Along those lines, Dave Preston will go to you. Let's go to everybody. The player you're most excited to watch or, or that will be the key that'll, that'll stir the drink. Obviously, well, you can say Juan Soto. I think we know what he's going to give us, but, but who are you looking at? Juan, hygienically speaking, keys, stirring the drinks. You're asking for a cold beer. Yeah. To, uh, I'm interested in seeing how Patrick Corbin bounces back because he had a fantastic 2019 season. He had a subpar 2020 and even worse 2021. And with the way the rotation is setting up, he needs to come out and pitch well because Steven Strasburg isn't taking them out before May. He's the key player. I also think that uh, Nelson Cruz offensively is the key guy. He doesn't need to hit 30 home runs for the Nationals this season, but the threat of him hitting 30 home runs the home runs and him batting behind Juan Soto will get Soto better at bats. This team also needs to start much better in April. They've started slow, notoriously slow. The first month of regular season action under Davey Martinez, they can't get buried early. Also, the bullpen has to come through with starters really not ramping up as spring training. Somebody brought up the point is the starters arms are still in the oven. They're not ready to go seven, eight innings consistently. The bullpen really needs to uh, give the team a boost over the first month, too. Uh, Nelson Cruz, a good shot because that'll help Juan Soto's success. If he's successful, then he'll, Juan Soto's going to get pitches for a change. George Wallace? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Nelson Cruz. Here's how this is going to work. It's going to be two, one of two things. Either he's going to hit the cover off the baseball and they're actually playing well. He's hitting behind Juan Soto. Or B, he's going to hit the cover off the baseball, and then you're not playing well, but you can flip him at the deadline and maybe get some for him, and he goes to a contender. So I love that signing, and just hearing his uh, sound from earlier that uh, Dave sent him from the clubhouse, how he likes the mix of this team, seems to fit right in. I do like the fact that Sean Doolittle's back. We'll see what he's got, but as far as a clubhouse guy, I think that is a good addition. So, again, this is a mixture. It's not a complete rebuild where you have a bunch of young guys that don't know their way around the majors. You have guys that have been in winning clubhouses that have been through this, not only on this team, but coming from other teams that weren't afraid to come here and sign, like Nelson Cruz, thinking that it's going team is going to win 50 games. So I kind of like the mix so far, what Mike Rizzo has done. And we'll see, how obviously, how it translates on the field, but it's going to be interesting to see how the pieces come together. Man, it's being a, not a completely new team. All right, Rob, the player or point you have circled for that success? Well, I'm looking at two pitchers because their offensive lineup is not as scary as it used to be. So you're going to need to really pitch well over the course of the season, even if it is a slow start to the year, as Dave pointed out. But I'm watching Josiah Gray. I think this guy has what it takes to be a, an ace in the rotation. I don't think he's necessarily going to do that this season, per se. But I think he's going to start to show us some flashes of him becoming that guy and the health of Steven Strasburg. I know that he's not supposed to play. I think May is the earliest that we're expecting him to play. The estimate was maybe 20, 25 starts over the course of this year. But if he's a little closer to that 25 and he's pitching like the guy who is the World Series MVP, then this team is going to be a lot better than people think. In the words of Jim Bowden, right? Remember, you just need pitching, 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 pitching. pitching, pitching. Yeah, we got to find that. We got to find that. 90% of the game is half mental, I think. That's that's Yogi Bear, but that's a a good one as well. So good stuff. All right. We've got the Nationals uh, figured out. And again, I I think it's going to be about pitching as as Josiah Gray is going to be key to me. And also what Dave mentioned about Patrick Corbin. Uh, he is the ace right now because Steven Strasburg is not back. So uh, Corbin, he was the game seven 
winner of the World Series. If he has the kind of spring and translates that into the regular season, that's certainly optimistic for the Washington Nationals. But they need a good year, a good start out of Patrick Corbin, who is the opening day starter. All right. Uh, this is, I guess, the audible of the lot of Scrooge. I'll, I'll, I'll give my master's pick and also my point to watch. Uh, since I'm with the Wizards, my point to watch going forward is last night in Minnesota, they played with Kristaps Porzingis and Daniel Gafford at the same time. Look for more experimentation like that. But I'm sold on Kristaps Porzingis in a Wizards uniform and a lineup with Daniel Gafford at times. This this team will really present some problems and matchup problems when you put those two uh, together. And um, for the Masters, I'm going to go Xander Shoffley. Now that I know how to say his name, and he's a friend of my cousin in San Diego, I, I'm going to. I think at some, but in all seriousness, I think at some point he's going to break through and win this Masters. And why not this year? Uh, you're next, Dave Preston. Uh, Masters champ, I. Uh... Uh, I'm going with Justin Thomas, 2017 uh, PGA Championship winner, six top 10 finishes and eight starts this season, including third at Valspar last month. My audible at the line of scrimmage, Maryland women's basketball. They've been a, uh, a an amazing piece of consistency over the last 15 years under head coach Brenda Freeze. Massive revamp, revamp, rebound, reboot, whatever you want to call it. Tons of transfers. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when the dust settles from the departures. And nobody thought that Katie Benson would come here or Chloe Bibby would come here and have the seasons they did after playing elsewhere. Let's see what happens on the other end of the transfer portal for Brenda Fries as she reloads the Terrapins. George, you're audible at the line of scrimmage and your master's pick. Well, I'm going to, <clears throat> just with the master's in itself. I mean, the, the I'm going to go. I kind of like Justin Thomas for a couple reasons. One, because of the numbers Dave said. But two, he's been playing with Tiger. He's his boy. They've been playing this week all around the course. And Tiger kind of gives him hints. I heard John Rahm earlier saying that he's asked Tiger for advice on certain courses. And Tiger just kind of shoots him down one word answers. But he's given Justin Thomas the lay of the land. So I like that. Also, maybe uh, Rory. This could be Rory's week as well. But just the fact that we're going to see Tiger guys on the course i mean it's just truly remarkable i don't think it can be uh, overstated enough the fact that he what he went through in 2021 the car actually you've seen pictures of the car that guy almost lost his life his leg kind of the same thing as alex smith obviously not as severe but i mean alex smith's leg snapped in half too and he came back and then was sacked by aaron donald three plays into his comeback so you know just the fact that we're going to see tiger on the course everybody wants to talk about what is going to be a win for him just playing nine holes for me or 18 holes one round would be it for me. But also, you're never going to count the guy out. I don't care. You're never going to count him out. This is the only major that the course stays the same, with the exception of a little tweaks here and there. He knows the golf course. If there's any course to come back on, it's this. I can't wait to watch this weekend. And again, shout out to sports science. I know it's not the, exactly the same thing, but when you look at all the older athletes, even a Tom Brady still playing into his 40s and still playing well, the way all athletes are taking care of their bodies, we're going to continue uh, to see this and we're going to continue to see recoveries from uh, injuries like Tiger experience that you never thought anyone would recover from. Yeah. Rob, your master's pick and audible at the line of scrimmage. All right, mine are going to be one and the same since we're up against the clock. Now, I'm wearing the uh, Nationals World Series sweatshirt here so with that i'm feeling really positive i'm feeling really bold in my predictions tiger wins 
the masters. Not only does he make the cut, which he has in 22 of his 23 times playing the masters, which is the highest uh, cut rate percentage in the history of the masters, but 57, 1957, when they started. Exactly. Exactly. So then I got tiger winning the whole thing and you can't ask for a more storybook ending to what he went through. And you mentioned Alex Smith. Yeah. Alex Smith got on the field, but then ultimately didn't play in the playoff game. And I'm not saying that to diss him in any way, but that story felt incomplete. I think that Tiger's story is going to be more complete because he is the one who is in control of it. It's one thing if you're in a team sport, an individual sport, it's all on you. And who better to uh, shoulder that load than one of the greatest to ever do it? And that brings us full circle because isn't that what this time of year is all about? Hope. Baseball is back. We see uh, the trees blooming and the beauty of Augusta, and there's hope for the future. And that's what we're looking forward to over the next few days. Cherry blossom yeah. uniforms. <laughs> yes, and, cher- and there's cherry blossom uniforms. It's not, it's not a bad word. This is in the mail. Yeah, yeah there hope, we go. And that hope for us on this podcast. Yes. On this podcast. yes. <laughs> With that, we'll try better next week. This has been the DC Sports Auto, sponsored by MGM National Harbor. It's time to change the game at Bet MGM Sports. Remember, we'll come back next week, see if Rob's right. Right. Well, he's always right. He always thinks he's right, but he's always right. The Tiger wins it all. Thanks for your time. Break. <laughs> 